Hey, 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 everybody. It's Babs for Babs Buzz. How are you? Long time no rap. I want to get right to it. I've got some great stuff to talk about. Some very interesting things have happened. You know, when we started to do this show a, a while ago, I, my intent was to make sure that you guys, as you learned and as I learned and as we learned together, that I could hopefully pay it forward and maybe make a little history at the same time. It looks like that may be happening in the form of Brett Martin. I'm so jazzed about this. This is very cool. Brett uh, hooked up with Dominique, uh, and forgive me, folks, if I massacre names. You know me. I do that on occasion. Uh, Dominique Lucart is a triple threat writer, producer, director. She's the co-founder of Wild Horse Entertainment. And I'm, I'm going to have Brett send all of these links to Michael. Michael's such a wonderful guy. He'll post all that so you guys can see this. Um, she hooked up with Brett Steinley, who's an actor, producer, writer. His credits include Watchmen, Transformers, Dark, Dark, uh, Dark of the Moon. He runs his own production company called Quixotic Productions. And he, um, he actually wrote and produced the short Ray Bardberry's Kaleidoscope, which is, it's bittersweet because as you guys probably read, Ray passed away. This is a monster talent and, uh, he'll, he'll be missed, of course. His skills were beyond compare. But the film is currently touring the festival circuit. So Brett Martin, as you guys all know on the boards, and for those of you who don't know the show, let me tell you who we are and what we do. Babs Buzz is a free nonprofit. We like you to visit the website and maybe um, favor the sponsors. That's okay if you do. Um, and participate in learning and helping each other. And we do this absent malice. We try really hard to keep the, the board, you know, friendly but frank. Um, I don't want you guys not writing because somebody said, I, you suck. Well, you know what? In, at some point, we all suck in our lives. It's just a fact of life. If you're human, it's going to happen. But can you get better? You bet. Can you do things more effectively and more efficiently in your writing processes? I bet you can. That's why we're here. We want to help each other. And if someone says to you, I'd really like to read your script, and but they slam a door in your face because you don't have an agent, guess what? You have an agent. You have me. What I need from you is a beat sheet, the coverage of Consider or Better, or if someone says they already want my work, I need you to write it up, let's go, we're going to rock and roll for you. We're SBA, WGA, Silver Patella Agency, and we don't have to write a guild deal for you necessarily. We'll probably try and match it to guild minimums, but if you're breaking in, there's a pretty good chance that that's not going to happen. But we'll, we'll do the best we can for you. And, of course, no one's ever holding a gun to your head. You can either take the deal or walk away. But that's who we are. That's what we do. You can like us on Babs Buzz at Facebook if you wish. Um, I, I accept all email from you guys. If you have a question, a comment, a problem, a challenge, I'm here. Don't forget to email me. You know, time permitting, I will email you. So back to Brett Martin. So Brett joined uh, Simply Scripts. He's a green writer. This is, these are his words, not mine, uh, September 2010. He says he learned a lot from the veteran members of the site. Now, let's stop there for a moment. Veteran members of the site. Veteran, to me, equals surviving a lot of fender benders, right? I mean, here we are. We're rocking and rolling these words. The, we're wordsmithing our plots, our storylines, our character arcs. We're trying to make interesting from yawn and that takes practice it takes time it takes talent so brett says he he went to pitch fest in uh, 2011 that was ink's tips pitch fest and i happened to be speaking there post uh post babs buzz we had just we had already started the show so i recommended to people to come and introduce themselves to me and and that's exactly what brett martin did he came to meet me and he was in my class but he said something very sweet he said uh, babs helped me believe that i had what it took to get a deal done now let's stop right there for a minute you know, 
everybody has what it takes in one way or another to do what they set out to do. But as I was telling some of the writers that were on the, that hit me, I actually did do this with a writer. So let me tell you the story real quick. He couldn't get arrested for anything. His, but I read his work and I knew why the guy really was a novelist. He's posing as a screenwriter. And he said to me, he was actually grateful. He goes, thank you for being candid with me. This is not my instrument. Screenwriting is a, is limiting. It's it's a little rigorous for me in terms of squeezing visuals onto a page that equals a minute of, of footage. I don't have the skill for that, but I think I could embrace a novel. And sure enough, that's what he's doing. So he's actually grateful. So, you know, again, fender benders, right? So Brett Martin comes to And let me tell you, we had so much fun. You could probably listen to the show. We spoke about it and Brett mentioned it on Simply Scoops Radio. We had a really great time. I invited it up to my, him up to my suite. I had a beautiful suite. I was very lucky. Um, and believe me, it's luck. It had nothing to do with my name because my name is, you know, I can't rub two nickels together. But he really had... He had joie de vivre. He had life, this kid. You know, he, we had a lot in common. We spoke. He, I was very candid with him. I said, don't tell them you have an agent. Not yet. Just wait. There'll be a time for that. You know, just wait. And he did. So he reconnected with Dominique at the Sher, uh, Sherwood Oaks event in February, I guess. And um, then he sent the script over to John Phylon. Now, I'm, I'm not going to get into the, the, the tall weeds with this. Just suffice it to say that uh, we wrote the short. Silver Patel Agency wrote the short deal for um dominique's uh side we of course countered the offer that they gave us and we because we wanted brett to be considered for the story by credits and the feature as well which brings me to what i'm about to talk about uh so thank you brett for thinking of us and letting a silver patella agency write that deal for you it's an honor a pleasure he also sent me an email like i said that really really touched my heart and what he basically said was that we gave him some wind in his sails and the it's actually the opposite that's true you guys put wind in my sails. I was having a very, very good month, and then I had two superbly bad weeks back to back. I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, oh, my God. You know how you think sometimes fate is dangling a carrot in front of you, and you go to reach for it, and all of a sudden the carrot becomes this gigantic balloon with nothing but water inside, and you grab it, and you're soaking wet. It's just horrible. It was, it's really, it was really a tough couple of weeks, but it turned out great. I ended up selling a comedy. Which I have, I don't think I've sold a comedy yet. This was exciting for me. I sold Rhino, um, to the Hollywood Film, um, uh, Institute. It was not a lot of coin, but the script's hysterical. The director is completely jazzed. The producer is thrilled. Victor is a doll. He's really excited. And at the same time, we sold Brett Short for him. Back to Brett. So I digress. Boy, this is a lot like teaching an English muffin how to speak, isn't it? All right. So Brett. Uh, sends me this material and he goes, listen, I don't know what to do here. I don't know if I want to be involved or not. Now, stop right there. If you know what hat you want to wear, it's always helpful. But sometimes you just don't, right? Brett said, you know, I really kind of want to produce. I want to help them. And I said, Brett, do me a favor. On this deal, unless they ask, just be the writer and take the writer's credit in the check and cash it, which he did. And we did that for a reason. For this particular script, the producer knows Brett Stimely major talent that's going to be his stars on the rise dominique same deal she's a gem i spoke to both of these people on a conference call these people are already excited they really don't need anybody to grease the wheel for them they got they know exactly where they're going with this the only thing we suggested as an agency was and this is purely by happenstance is that i'm a musician and i said to them if you have challenges with music holla 
because I might be able to give you a hand. I've got I've got my hands on musicians who are dying to work for free just to see their credits on a screen. You know, they're that, those kind of musicians who are that talented but don't have the, the, the juice to make it in that industry. Actually, one of them, two of them are exceptional writers. All they need are champions. And if they go, I'll have some money from them because they're really talented. So I told them, if you need help with music, great. So they don't really need anything. So I said, Brett, stand down. But this is important. If you guys do shorts, I want you to know legally that you absolutely can say to the producer, look, if you make this particular short into a feature and I don't write the feature, I want a story by credit. You can ask for that. Now, they can tell you no, but you got to ask for it. So if you're not sure, obviously, I have access to attorneys. Send me an email if you're not sure. If someone sends you a deal that you're not sure about, send it to me. I'll look it over. If I'm not sure, I'll send it to our attorney. She's a doll. If I can get some, you know, a couple of pennies of free advice, I'll get it and pass it on to you. We're not attorneys. We're agents. It's a, it's a whole different ballgame. But you have every right to ask for, and you should receive a story by credit. So let's pretend that this script, Lie Detector, goes feature. And they say to, uh, they say to Brett, okay, Brett, it's time for you to um, sit down. We need four months for you to sit down. Dedicate your time to us. We're going to give you a thousand bucks, run a, a month, walk around money. And Brett says, I can't do it. I'm doing a feature for Destiny or I'm over here doing something else. I've got a writing job here. I don't have the time. Thank you for asking. He puts it in writing to me. I sent it to them. They have given him his first right to refuse that deal. Now, it puts them between a rock and a hard place, but not really. They'll find somebody or they'll say to Deep Brett, do you know anybody who, yeah, whatever. They'll find somebody to write it. But, Gret, but Brett Martin will get on the screen a story by credit because his material was the material that was the germination for the feature. And in this case, it had to be written that way. Why? I'm so glad you kids pay attention and ask me that because it's got franchise written all over it. The character that Brett wrote, I mean, it's so easy to see this guy. You know how when you're watching Patriot games, you can easily see Jack Ryan in any number of scenarios. That's called a franchise character. What's probably going to happen as a result of one shot, Tom Cruise, I think Jack Reacher is the name of the character for the books. They're probably going to call it Jack Reacher. They'll probably change the name to one shot and from one shot to Jack Reacher. In fact, I think not positive, but I think I read about that in the trades. In any event, that's the franchise. So what do we do for Brett as agents? Well, of course, we go in there with a sword and a shield and we go, hey, Hold up. You can have our rider, but there's going to be a price tag. May not be the price tag right now, but we, we're, we're not looking at right now. We're looking at five years from now when all of a sudden Brett Steinle hits pay dirt next year and starts setting up this as a feature and he goes for a 2016 release date. My client's going to have to get a story by credit. And what that means is the money is very different because if he didn't get the story by credit, well, he wouldn't get any. He might get some recognition, but he wouldn't get a check. I want that check for my client. That's important to me. Why? Because I get paid, of course. Come on. It's not complicated. So um, in the end, when we wrote this deal for him, we were very proud to do it. We were very excited to do it. So my props go out to, to Brett, who is, is fast becoming not just an acquaintance, but a friend. Um, so we had a good week. Um, if you want to find more about uh, Brett, St uh, Brett Simley, I hope I'm not massacring your name, Mr. Simley. I'm sorry if I am. Go to brettsimley.com. I want to give a shout out to Signe Olenek. She's a great American pitch fest priestess. She started it. It's a monster success. Below Zero is doing very well. Please put it as your Netflix favorite. Uh, if you do Netflix, just uh, add it to your Netflix box. She really needs those props. Go to the website, like it on Facebook. She needs to, because that'll help generate some distribution. You know what I mean? And guess who's starring in it? You're not going to believe this. 
I can't remember this kid's name. I, I suck at names. You know that, Michael, but you'll find him for me. The kid who was in Terminator 2. Really solid actor, this kid. Anyway, he's the star of Below Zero. So I had a chance to sell that script, and I couldn't I couldn't find a buyer for it. I'm kind of glad that I didn't because she got it exactly the way she wanted, and the cast she got was terrific. So uh, good on you, Signe Olenek, for that. Um, I'm getting calls for faith-based, and everybody says to me, what does that mean? What does that mean? What does that mean? Well, if you go to Two-Handed Warriors, that's a great website to learn about what Christian means, and that's what they're speaking about for the most part, when there's a faith-based request. It's Christian without the Bible being smashed over your head. So if you go to Two-Handed Warriors, the website, you'll learn all about what, if you're a Christian and you're writing, what faith-based means to them. Think blindside, that's your plumb line, and go from there. But you can check out um, Gary David Stratton's website and see what he's doing. Um, They're always asking me for faith-based, mostly because for a couple of reasons. They're dramatic, they're character-driven, and they tend to tug on the heartstrings and and bring in ticket buyers. But also, from a Christian point of view, it says a message. So, you know, really, love is all you need. Well, it's not really exactly all you need, but it really does fuel your growth. And that's what these, that's what they're trying to stress as the general theme of these pictures. And forgiveness, and of course, and, and um uh, becoming part of a, a something bigger than yourself, uh, putting the ego aside and, and, and letting God work through you. That's if you're a believer. If you're not a believer, no worries. Um, you could still sell a Christian script. I mean, you don't have to be a Christian to do it. I, I can't imagine it being that easy. But uh, it listen, you know, square peg, round hole. Um, I want to talk about B story because it's really important that you guys get interesting on the page now. As I started to read that script that was making the rounds, Michael, forgive me, but I can't remember the title of it. So if you IM me, uh, the one that sold for six figures and uh, created all the buzz, if uh, if you find the title of it, we were talking about it. You and I let me know and I'll read the IM. Uh, this soap picture, this I love this story mostly because the guy's from Brooklyn. Not that that's just my stomping grounds because you guys know him from New York, but because the guy's not in Hollywood. He had no connections. He's uh, he sent a script in for coverage. I I can't remember who did the coverage. It might have been Robin Robert Kamen. I'm not positive, but he sent the script in for coverage. He entered a contest. I think he got first place, and they put the first 15 pages online. I'll email him the Disciple Program. That's it. All right. So the Disciple Program. You can read the first 15 pages. What was interesting for me was this. So since you guys pay attention and you know how I am. You, the first thing you're going to say when you download that first 15 pages is the same thing I did, which is, oh, my gosh, it's just too wordy. Yeah. Thanks, Michael. Yes, he confirmed this for me. It is the Disciple Program. The guy is in Brooklyn, and uh, he sold it for six figures, got Mark Wahlberg's attention. Mark Wahlberg's probably going to star in it. Outstanding opening sequences. Outstanding. But as you read it, I totally would have, I would have signed the guy for sure, but I would have kicked it back to him and said, you got to rewrite this. You got to trim this. This is verbose. This is wordy. Well, sure enough, I felt really good after I felt that only for one reason. It's nice when there's safety in numbers. The, the guy who gave him the coverage told him the same thing. So what does that mean? Well, you can get the same point across by doing a, less is more. That's what I'm trying to say. That's why we don't do these shows for hours on end. I can spit out. I, I can speak usually pretty rapidly, and I can get a lot of work uh, words out in a very short amount of time. It's one of those things that I've, I've kind of been blessed with. I can speak publicly, and I can also do the show. But in the end, what you're looking for on the page is what? White. Well, the B-Story of the Wizard of Oz should help you understand why B-Story drives the feature 
So what makes it go? Well, Dorothy's got her dog, of course, and, and, and the dog follows his nose. That's his B story. I'm going to be a dog. But she has this problem with this witch. You know, she's always getting in trouble with this neighbor who's just a witch. She's just a, a nasty woman. So her B story is not just that. She's growing as a young lady. She's wants to, she wants to branch out a little bit and she's thinking about, you know, what's it beyond the fence? You know, she was on a farm. So look at B stories whenever you're trying really hard to make things happen in your storyline. If you do not have a solid B story and you're through, through, you're, that's your through line part of it. If you don't have a solid B story, your story, you're, you are going to have, the wheels are going to be wobbly on your story. But you also have to do something which is really tough to do. You have to sometimes, you have to practice this, okay? I have a writer who's getting better at this. You have to tell the story in the cut. Meaning you have to leave things hanging. You can't resolve every single scene. You can't tell in every scene the guy is packing his bag and walks out the door. If he's packing, well, then it's implied he's leaving unless he gets shot and it's a different scene. But you see what I'm saying? Uh, Jerry packed his bag, threw, his, threw a picture of his ex-wife in the suitcase and closed it. Cut. Next scene. You don't have to get into the... It's really easy to get lost in staging. Stop staging your stuff. Let the director do that. Let the production people do that. If they need, if they need something from you to be written in, they're going to tell you when you start your polish. It's very interesting to me that, um, this comedy sold Rhino, which I'll talk about a little bit more, um, because what he had in it was a couple of very dark moments. So I was talking to a client of mine. Um, some time ago, and he's no longer a client, but he gave me this wonderful uh, quote for the show. I said, are you one of those people who believes, as I do, that you kind of have to have a little bit of darkness in a comedy because you have to or else the comedy doesn't really ring true? So he said, what a great question, Barbara. And now I'm quoting him. For me, the answer is that the audience needs relief from both comedy and tragedy. In other words, what he's saying is if you're writing a drama, you have to have comic relief. Okay. So you flip the coin, it goes each way. If you're not sure about this, email me and I'll explain it to you. He says, if you relentlessly pound someone over the head with either emotion, with either emotion, you'll exhaust them. Uh, if you run into, because then what happens is he says, you'll run into melodrama, which I have a writer who does that. He runs headfirst into melodrama and we're constantly rewriting his scenes. But comedy, too, he says, can become tedious if the clown keeps slipping on the same banana peel over and over again. It's sort of like the old comedy rule. You could do a bit three times. The fourth time, it's no longer funny. And you know who's guilty of this? Saturday Night Live. They, you guys know this, right? I just heard you have a, an aha moment because I've had it myself watching them. Their bits go on too long. They're just too long. Come on, get in and get out. You know, it's kind of like robbing a, a convenience store. You have to edit, edit, edit. Use script shorthand. What is that? Well, don't fall in love with your own writing. Don't fall in love with words. Be willing to cut them. I learned this as a novelist. You have to do that. Jason used to tell me, Barbara, this is what you do. You have your, you have your bulletin board of what has to be there and what isn't there. What is the objective of the scene, number one? What are the obstacles? Right. Is the obstacle stronger than the objective? That's that's um, huge. Do I reveal weakness? When do I do it if I do it or when do I hide it? When do my words mean something different than what I want them to? What is what is an act? When is action more poignant than a word? And what strategy will I use to achieve my objective? Do I threaten? Do I seduce? Do I belittle? wordsmithing jason's telling me he says barbara you have to have a good grasp of english yes you do you really do what does that mean well i'm hawking back to the stuff that we talked about in the beginning 
You have to have Rodale's uh, Synonym Finder. If you don't have it, you can get it used online. I highly recommend that. I still use it to this day. There was a, uh, it was interesting. It's, it's the littlest things I notice in a script. I just got a script that was, uh, one of my clients. This is a bittersweet story, but I'll share it with you. You heard it first because you guys go everything with me. This is kind of like a reality show, isn't it, Michael? Where we actually get to see in real time how careers germinate and what happens. So if we keep doing this for year after year, maybe we actually will, um, help some lives and affect some people. One of my clients, I'm going to mention his name only because, um, you're going to know his name soon enough. His name is Greg Houghton. You may recall, those of you who knew the show, you'll enjoy this story. I read a script. Uh, he, I was part of a package where he won me <laughs> in a in a prize a, a half hour with an agent on the phone. And I read a script that he wrote called Crawl, which I, knocked me on my ass. Script is terrific. It just is. It's, it's, it's hysterically funny in a, in a dark way. I just loved it, loved it, loved it. Um, <laughs> kind of has. Anyway. All right. Think, just thinking about it makes me laugh. So the characters are great. So I, I haven't been able to sell it yet, but. When you're shopping, people who need managers, some of them need them because they can't find an airport on the right day like me. But Greg Houghton needs a manager now mostly because he has so much material, he has so many ideas that he really has to start getting meetings with people that matter at the major studios because he's in Los Angeles. So his manager, Steve, who's a doll at Stagecoach, he is shot. He's in love with Greg's writing and Bill Roth, his partner. Um, Bill Roth and Greg have been writing together for some time. And they are represented by Steve. And Steve has many contacts. And now as a manager, his job really is to, to shake the to shake the trees. So Steve, being aggressive and hustling and being just he's just a gent when he does it, too, by the way, he calls all the people he knows. And now Greg and, goes on these meetings. And what the writer's job is do is to do at these meetings is to sell himself as a writer, which is why I tell you guys, you've got to have several scripts under your, you can't just have one. You've got to keep, you've got to get, you have to have a mix. You have to have a million ideas going, not a million, but you know what I mean? So Greg, Greg's one of those writers. He's a natural talent. He's going to make it no matter who reps him. I've said that to you on the show before. So Greg takes these meetings and happily hits every meeting out of the park of the 20 meetings that I think he took half a dozen or, or so about 10 people said, come back. I want you to do such and such. We want to chat. But what Greg did at these meetings is what you guys have to be expected to do, which is you're not going in to sell your script. You're going in to sell your ideas about other scripts you have. They've already fallen in love with your writing. Now they want to see what you can show them that they might be interested in buying. And a couple of things may happen. They may buy the pitch. You've seen that on IMDb Pro purchased on the pitch. They kick the writer to the curb purchased on the spec. They keep the writer, see if he can develop it, see if he can develop it. Or they purchase the writer on the job and they say, okay, we're going to develop this. We're going to, you're going to, we're going to pay you to do it. Any one of those scenarios, except the one where you're going to kick to the curb is cash, not money, name collateral. It's huge. This is huge. So what Greg Houghton is doing is he's doing on spec. I'm not allowed to tell you the company. They're too big. I'm not allowed to mention them. I've been told I can't. I'm, you know me, kids. I don't bluff. I walk the walk. Okay, I'm the duck. Um, if it quacks, you know. So he's doing this. This the script he he's pitched a couple, but this one script he pitched is just brilliant. It's a mix of several other things that have happened, but it's very different. It's unique. And I read the first act. It's very butch. Loved it. 
a lot of action, of course, bang, bang, shoot him up. But more than that, it's deeper. The, the lead character's got some real trauma, mental trauma. He's got some childhood traumas he's got to work through. It's really cool. So they're developing this for free for this company. Now, let's say best case scenario, they go, you know what, Greg, you and Bill have knocked it out of the park. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to buy this from you and we want you to, we're going to pay you to develop it. That can happen. Or they just buy it outright and they kick Greg to the curb, which is unlikely. Something, something good is going to happen for my client, my clients either way out of this, which brings me to why this is bittersweet. Unfortunately for me, um, well, let me say this another way. My life is, as Michael knows, because I have private conversations with him, but I'll share this with you. I am blessed beyond measure. I live very well in Northern California outside of Los Angeles. I'm in Sacramento County, uh, Placer County. I live very well on very little money. I fly to LA when I have to. I Skype when I have to. I'm there when I'm needed, but I don't need to live there. And the reason is very simple. The quality of life there is not what I want for my life as a private person. As an agent, I can be there when I have to be. But Greg Houghton, at this point in his career, he's going to have to use this script. If someone bites, if these people who shall remain nameless, if they bite, my advice to him was, which makes this hard, to use that as bait to either WME, CAA, UTA, to say to them, look, we have so-and-so on the line. We need you to write the deal, which means he, he no longer is my client. I do not get the commission, and he flies away. What does that mean? Well, it means I'm a stud <laughs> because I found the talent, but it also means that I am courageous enough to know that what Greg will do for me is he'll tell these people who he is dealing with from now on, you need to talk to Barbara Patella because she's got her eye on some talent. I'm one of her writers in her stable. She's no longer my agent, but take a call from her. You'll be glad you did. That's what I mean about collateral. That's what I mean about having, you know, that's sort of like a whispered juice. You know what I mean? So let's say I don't have an in right now at Pixar and he does an animated feature. He's going to tell them, oh, you should take a call from Barbara Patella. She's got her eye on some talent. She gets pitches from around the world. She does her own radio show. Let me tell you how I met her. And he's doing that for me. So he's he's kind of paying it forward himself. He believes in that. He's a gentleman. Um, I can't I can't I can write any deal he wants. If If he doesn't find an agent who wants to write this deal for him, he knows my door will be open. Um, forever for him. He knows this. I've told him this. That's why I'm going public with this story. So basically, I'm lose. I'm going to be losing a star very soon. Um, what does that mean? Not much. My life is still great, having been acquainted with him and having been experienced, uh, having experienced his screenplays. He's doing what he's supposed to do. His manager is helping up his career trajectory, and my hope is that the agent he finds will call me once he signs him. So that I can give him what for, because this is a guy who does not need pampering. He does not need an entourage. He is a roll your sleeves up, sit in the frickin dining room and tap it out. He has got the chops to be a Chris Nolan, just like Jason Bortz does, does just like Craig Clyde does, just like Craig Sabin does, just like Brett Martin, hopefully will eventually be a commercial writer. The guy's got a very commercial voice he's developing. He's developing it. Okay. All these people that I interact with, I have to tell you quite honestly, what a blessing it's been for me because I get to see their movies long before anybody else does. And sometimes nobody does. Uh, speaking of Craig Clyde, he's wrapping doorway for Hallmark. So keep your eyes out on that. That's very exciting for our agency. We're completely jazzed. 
Uh, one of the things that Craig Clyde said, as you guys know, there's the, the you write three films. It's the one you write, the one you edit, the one you shoot. Um, one of the things that makes Brett Martin so agile is that he's he's willing to rewrite. Are you willing to rewrite? Are you willing to hack your work up? Are you willing to maybe I just got a script from someone that um, is, has been in development for a year. I'm going to hip pocket the writer because uh, Jason did a great job helping him get the story where it needed to be, but it's not market ready. It's done, but it's now market ready. And when I read the opening sequence, I thought, oh, my God, what a missed opportunity. I would take page three because here's the point. Readers read all day, kids. They get bored easily. Don't you want to wake them up? Don't you want to pretend that you're a Starbucks giant coffee that just hit them in the head? I mean, figuratively, not literally. But come on, make your words count. So back to words. One of the things that this um, writer did was he wrote, we're happy to blah, blah, blah. And I said to him, you know, I wouldn't use the word happy. And we kind of made a jig out of this word happy. He says, well, why not? It's just it's a quick passing phrase. Well, because the person who was speaking this wouldn't use that word. His character is much more stoic and reserved. So he would say gratified. He wouldn't say happy. You see what I mean? And and knowing nouns and verbs, you got to do that. You got to. And sometimes, you know. Some verbs, you've got gerunds, you know, like ski, skiing. It's really a gerund. So you've got to really get your wordsmithing skills down. You've got to make sure that you know exactly what you're saying and how you're saying it. And, of course, if you're not doing it right, just erase it. It's not complicated. If I put on a red lipstick and it doesn't work with the outfit, I put on coral and see if that's better. But what am I doing? Um, you know, practice makes perfect. I, I got to cut a pretty picture. I wish you guys would email me. I really would like you guys to let me know when things are happening with your writing and your shorts and your um, uh, your efforts. Uh, Pia came to me with a with an idea that she had for a reality show. I thought it was killer. I, I hope to be working with her on that. It's it's unlikely that uh, I'll hear from her this week. She has to check with her partners, know what's going on with that. But as it happens. Um, she's, she's got, uh, something that really interested me. So when I get on the internet and speak with you guys on the discussion board, if you have an idea that you think is worth developing, this is what I was getting to. Here's what you need to do. Search around the web to see if it's already being worked on because you don't really want to waste your, I mean, every vampire movie is different, but you don't really want to develop in a, like, for example, I'm really excited about Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. Now, I know that sounds dumb, but I think it's very clever. I mean, look at that from a from a purchase the franchise rights point of view. You're the studio. It's killer. It's like having your own Buffy. One of the things that makes this job so much fun is you. You keep hitting me with these stories that are just incredible. Some of them are really quite exciting. My hope is that you'll keep writing. My hope is that you'll keep rewriting. And email me if you have any questions, challenges, problems, good news, any of that stuff. Let's play together in the word sandbox, okay? This is Babs for Babs Buzz reminding you that we're all in this together. Nobody gets out alive. <laughs> Where'd that come from? And um, I want you to write as often as you can. Make it a routine, please. Rewrite, edit, learn, and live your life. Peace.